welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences from business to relationship. Hi guys and welcome back to the Chick Chat podcast. Today I am joined by Ellie. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing today? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing all right. Just a bit of a slow start, just kind of doing some admin before the call. Got a coffee, those kinds of things. Yeah, to be fair, I feel like I need a cup of tea. But right, so I'm going to let Ellie introduce herself in a second. But for people that listen to the podcast, um, we've got our challenge of the week to start off with. In the middle, we're going to have our, like, how are we actually doing? And then we're going to end off with a win of the week. So we'll start off with who are you? What do you do? Where are you from? What encompasses Ellie? Sure. Uh, so I am Ellie. I am originally from Oregon. I live in Northern Ireland now um, for about five and a half years. I've got my citizenship for Ireland and the UK pending. Oh, um, yeah. And we're doing this. We're on a really odd path to hopefully um, some fairly big digital nomadic type stuff. So first getting the long term permanent residency here then hopefully doing the same for Paul in America and then being able to spend six months here, six months there, et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a long path though, because honestly, I have permanent residency in the UK now. Um, but if I ever left for like more than two years, so say we got stuck in another pandemic, yeah. I would start over. I would not, it would be like, I never lived here. So I have to go for the citizenship. Um, so that's where we're at. Uh, I run my own business. I've been doing that in various formats and um, for about five years, five years in January. And um, I help businesses with all things tech. Um, so I'm a big systems geek and I help people streamline, automate, systematize um, their processes. Um, I design websites. That's probably the biggest chunk of what I do. But the reason I design websites is it's because it's the customer facing home for your systems. Um, so if yeah, I get really geeky about all things systems, templates, um, software that really helps pe- small business owners because I think people can kind of get freaked out about where to start, yeah. but it makes such a big difference. So that's me in my free time. I crochet, hunt down craft beer, dog sit, because I'm obsessed with dogs, but I'm not a place to have one of my own for right now. And yeah, that's about it. Oh, I love that so much. And do you know what? I never thought I'd be so excited to talk about systems. And for people that, obviously we're going to talk about other generic stuff, but systems just make such a massive difference. So how did you get into what you do? Because obviously you've worked for yourself for five and a half years, but you also had a full-time job before. Yeah. So I've always sort of been the like systems person. Um, I've told the story on my own podcast before, but like my dad and brother and me, when I was younger, it was just the three of us. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then we had one of those rugs, you know, the ones that have like a race car track on them. Yeah. And I, my dad and brother would be like down playing cars and I'm lining all the toy cars up by size, shape and color. And that's fun for me. Like that's, yeah, I'm a that's freak. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm like, I am Monica Geller. Um, and yeah, so I've always been a systems perfection and I didn't realize until I was an adult that that comes 
from anxiety. I have an anxiety yeah. disorder and creating systems in the world makes me feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that until I like started realizing I had an anxiety issue when I was about 17. Um, and that transition from like high school to uni was like, yeah, whoa for me. <laughs> yeah. When all of this stuff, I was like, hmm, my parents were like, yeah, therapy. And I was like, cause luckily I grew up in a very good household. Well, my parents worked in mental health. They believed in therapy. Yeah. Um, but yes, anyway, so back to the systems. Um, so I ended up working a lot of admin jobs throughout uni and beyond, um, all while getting a biology degree, thinking I was going to be a physio. Um, and then in my final year of uni, my senior year, I was like, no, not going to be a physio because in America, that's a doctorate program and I'm not spending like upwards of a quarter of a million dollars to see necks and knees and backs for the rest of my life. I loved the environment. It's such a holistic, such, it's a really, really nice place in medicine where it's, you actually get to see people get better. Yeah. Um, you get to spend consistent time with your patients, which doesn't happen in a lot of areas. Yeah. It's also a really nice blend. It's a place where a lot of Eastern and Western medicine connect. Yeah. Um, I loved that whole a lot about it, but it was just like, you see the same injuries over and over and it's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, anyway, started my business because I moved over here um, married my partner. So, um, I was still sort of figuring out what that next phase of my career would be. Um, met Paul and was like, well, shit, I needed, (laughs) I need something that can be anywhere. So didn't know how I wanted to break into the online business world, but I was like, you know, where I can start, I can be a virtual assistant. I can do that in my sleep. So I started that way and very quickly became a tech VA because there was nobody over here doing it. There was loads and loads of general admin VAs, actually not even that many. When I first started as a virtual assistant in Northern Ireland, nobody knew what a virtual assistant was. And when you explained it to them, there was one gal in Northern Ireland that everyone knew that went, oh, like, like Allison. (laughs) I was like, yes, yes, like Allison. Um, But so yeah, five years ago, virtual assistants was completely new over here, but it was really big in America. Yeah. Um, So anyway, I became the person that people were like, I need, assist, I need to start scheduling my social media. I need an accountancy software. I need um, to, some project management. I need to create templates for my emails. I need like these things in place that make my business easier. Yeah. I need a booking software. That was like my number one thing. It's still one of my number one things because it's one of the easiest things that people take forever to implement. Yeah. It can be done in a day, save you hundreds of hours in your business. Um, well, me. Yeah. <laughs> So um, there was nobody else doing it and it came really naturally to me. So I really quickly ended up in that space. And then I went, quit my job <laughs> um, as a legal secretary. And I was in that, co- it was a really small company. So I was, loved that job because I got to wear like all the hats. I ran their social media, I planned their events. Like I did everything. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, left my job and was very lucky to be immediately like fully booked. That's good. But I work... And up until very recently, I've primarily worked with solo entrepreneurs. Um, And so I was like really overwhelmed because again, I have anxiety and I would have loads and loads of tiny clients that I would need me. I wouldn't know when they would need me. You know, they'd be on retainer packages, but they could request my help at any time throughout the week or month. And I was 
really overwhelmed with not knowing what was going to hit my desk on any given day yeah. and all the emails there were so many emails yeah. <laughs> i'm an inbox zero freak um not in the truest sense like i don't actually expect to hit inbox zero but if i have over 20 emails i'm freaked out and <laughs> it stress you out and honestly it genuinely like even thinking about it it stresses me out and i've had to say to myself do you know what eventually you are going to have someone that you can delegate to that can sort all of this out because I, I'm now at the point where it would take me too long and take me away from like more important things to do that mm. I'm having to deal with looking at it. Like I went through a few messages last week because again, when my mental health is really bad, I just, I'm so bad with messages, emails and so on. I sat in the airport last week and cleared so many notifications and literally felt like this weight of being lifted off my chest. So I completely get that. When I was a VA, I used to do that for people. And I think there's tricks to it that make it a lot easier than some people expect. You know, if you can search a specific term or something and delete all emails with that term. Oh, um, yeah. So if you're getting like a lot of like email subscriptions, you can search all the types of, for that letter, for that, th yeah. that thing. Um, anything that says the word like sale or percent off, yes. you know, and you can, it really can make it a lot faster of a job. That's a good idea. <laughs> tricks of the trade. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, that's when I pivoted to project-based work. So I still design systems um, and I that's when I started really doing a lot of websites, but I do them on a project basis. So somebody will come to me and be like, I need a system that does X, Y, and Z. And I say, okay. And I have a system that's designed to get all the information I need from them. Um, and then I turn around and design the system and train them on it within a week. Usually, I just, usually about three days, business wow. days. That's so cool. Okay, so I'm going to pause here and we're going to mix the challenge of the week and how are you really because I feel like a lot of what you're talking about, it'll just keep leading on from mm -hmm. each other and there's already stuff that you've said where I'm like, oh yeah, I completely forgot I'm like this as well. Um, so <laughs> yeah, what is your challenge of the week and how are you really doing? Challenge of the week is I am building a Shopify website for the first time. I have specialized in Squarespace for years now. Um, and I have a new client who wanted me to build a Shopify site. And I am teaching myself an entirely new platform. It's not that I've never used it, but I've yeah. never built a website at this scale. Yeah. Um, I've built like the like just the shop for people who need it to integrate into like say they sell mostly on Facebook yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, but I've never built like an actual all out website with it. So that <laughs> you'll love it though, because it's quite it's very organized. I like Shopify. I used to use it for my uh, for you know the baby mix um like business I had, but I found the just for organization and the way that like the customer like user face of, of it was just I absolutely adore yeah, it. I'm struggling to find things they're not in the place that my age like because I've worked in Squarespace so long yeah. they're not intuitive to where my brain would be so I'm like spending yeah. a lot of time being like googling settings yeah. <laughs> like, how do I change this thing um <laughs> but I also because it's my very first design um Shopify is quite more of a code heavy platform yeah. to for as far as customizing visually like yeah um so I've bought a really nice theme um for it and so that's given me quite a big head start because otherwise i would be like yeah. i have to code this and learn everything yeah, um, it's a lot. so yeah but as far as how am i really i'm not entirely sure how to answer that part of i'm much better than yesterday i woke up i feel like i got a really good night's sleep um but i feel very low 
<laughs> I feel like I could cry at any minute. And I felt that way for about two days. Oh. And I would say I'm PMSing, but I have an IUD, so I have no idea. Um, there's nothing really wrong. <laughs> like there's no, no massive stressor that's causing this, which usually yeah. there would be. Um, I know myself pretty well. <laughs> So I would say it's probably is hormonal um, of some shape, but my hormones are fairly limited due to this, uh, yeah, birth control. Yeah. So, to be fair, when we first got on, I thought like you weren't your normal self because normally you are very like peppy and I am normal, a but bubbly, yeah, loud, this, exuberant yeah, human. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not bad by any means, but I yeah. do feel a little like off and then I told Paul Paul I was talking to Paul yesterday and yesterday yesterday was a bit worse I like worked from the sofa yesterday while watching girlfriends and more girls <laughs> um but Paul went out yesterday um flying which is really cool he's nice. just gotten his pilot's license and oh. um he phoned me on his way back he always does to make me let me know he's still alive and <laughs> etc <cetera. laughs> and I was like by the way like I am not in a super healthy fun place today just like warning you before you come home and then, <laughs> then one of the things I was doing in my I, Mondays for me are usually a combo of business and life admin like yeah. just kind of stuff we didn't get done over the weekend because we were seeing family combined with stuff I haven't gotten done in my business because I work on that kind of Thursday through Friday yeah um so anyway was doing that and I was like we've been looking at how to move him back to America and we found our solution. It's this really cool software called Boundless. You get like an attorney built in and it's way cheaper than having like, nice. um, but anyway, doing that whole thing. And then once we found out, I was like, well, we should just do it. And he's like, and of course then it's a stressful process. And he's like, why did you want to do this today when you're feeling like this today? And I was like, I don't know, but we're almost done. Let's just get through it. Oh, <laughs> uh, totally feel, yeah. Do you know what, it's funny because, so I had a, work from bed for half the day and then work from the sofa for half the day take a bit of time off and then start working at night again because I just it was a productive day mm -hmm. but I was your brain seems to work really well at night you to work at night quite a lot yeah. you're like you're that must seem must be where your brain is really just yeah in the zone yeah and I think part of my challenge that I'm having so I, I suppose my challenge of the week at the moment is still trying to get my head around like business life the way it is now because I'm having the normal like stresses of cash flow getting new clients in knowing that clients are coming but they're not coming as quickly as you'd want them to be but still having to kind of like manage the team and be positive and do all of that whilst doing all the work that needs to be done so I think in in, in general terms I'm okay but there's a little bit of me there and especially because like I've come out of my, my depressive state and I feel a lot better within myself but there's still that niggling of especially my anxiety this week isn't great and it's little things that I, I feel like I'm worrying about things that normally get sorted out but because I can't see I'm like you I'm very much a systems person but I just can't always sort the systems myself and that then stresses me out so yeah so I know you have a team behind you like you've yeah. got other marketing specialists and things within your team but do you have an admin support in your team so I was hoping that one of so one of the girls came back and I was hoping she'd go into being an admin support but she's had she had a, a second baby and she's kind of readjusting to life and my whole thing has always been I don't want to ever make anyone feel like they're going to be discriminated against the only the reason I wanted to work for myself was because I was told you know you realize you can't have it all you can't have the family the work the life all of that 
and I'd rather wait until she's in a comfortable position for us to be able to start the admin part and the bits that maybe might stress her out. So I think whilst I'm waiting for that, I'm dealing with the bits that would stress me out. And to be fair, they are really, like, they're so good because she, so she's the person that would have like organized our like meeting and everything. And it made me really smile because it came to, I don't use Zoom very often, but I came into Zoom and I was like, oh crap, I can't remember where it is again because it's scheduled. And I was like, this is so good because it's all being scheduled to a point where I might feel anxious, but I know that I've got the rest of the day to get on with other things I need to do. I know that the bits of admin that she does get on with, that's all completely sorted and, and we're okay. So I think I'm just trying to readjust to that life of it's okay to not be nine to five per se, but not feel too guilty about it because I know I do work well at night and I have to like readjust my weeks where like on Sunday night, for example, in last, last night, I stayed up a bit later to get some stuff done, but then I'll need to get my routine back to like a nine to five for the end of the week, just because I've got a few meetings that do start early. So I think in my mind, it's just really difficult still sometimes to balance that life of what works for me and what works for clients. Yeah, but also like you can run your business around what works for you. Like I only take client calls from 3 to 5 p.m. Like that's it. Like I don't do any, like I take consultation calls. I do have mostly from 3 to 5 p.m. I don't take any calls on Mondays. And I, but I do offer one, like I think it's a Thursday morning that I offer consultations just in case there's somebody that might want in. But um, when I was recording my own podcast, Fridays, it was only on Fridays. Like you have the power to control that. I think it's something that, you know, it can be so easy, especially like as an entrepreneur, but especially as a woman entrepreneur to be like, expect ourselves to bend, to meet our clients needs, but you're running a business that's supporting theirs. Yeah. They're, you're the boss in, when it comes to, in a sense. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that's, it's a really interesting thing. You wouldn't go to your accountant and be like, my meeting has to be at 7 a.m. They're like, no, we don't open till 10, right? Yeah. Like, so I think when you see yourself as that type of business owner, it becomes a bit of a shift. Um, so if you work better afternoon, schedule all your meetings afternoon. <laughs> like, You know what? It's so funny you're saying that because I know for the podcast, I've, I've put it in the slots where I know that I am completely fine doing them because normally Tuesdays I, I try and take the day off, but I've said I'll do podcast stuff in the morning and it gives me the rest of the day to like do nothing. And then the other like slots I've got are slots I'm really comfortable with. But I think like you're saying, I've got a client at the moment. I think that's also not helping where it very much feels like I'm an employee and it's like, okay, but I might be fitting into your team as part of the general team, but I'm not your employee. You're still my client. And that's, yeah, that's a very good point. It is tough to set those boundaries, but I think one of the easiest things to do to set those boundaries is using an appointment scheduler. Yeah. Okay. Appointment. They will see what times are available and that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's so true. So, okay. So which scheduler would you suggest then that people would use or do you have different types for different types of people? Yeah, I do have different types for different types of businesses that I recommend. Um, if you're a service-based business and you're just doing like consultation calls, client calls, mm-hmm. pretty much that's it. Maybe booking, you know, say a podcast or something, but you're just doing essentially one-to-ones. Yeah. I usually recommend... Calendly, because the interface is so, so easy, both yeah. for you and for the people you're, who are booking appointments. Like it's just really, yeah. really easy to use. Um, if you are booking classes, if you're needing um, package, like people to be able to book packages for appointments, um, if you need to take payment plans, 
Then I usually recommend Acuity, which is also now known as Squarespace Scheduling. Squarespace bought it, but you don't need to use Squarespace to use it. Oh, that's good. Um, like you will log into a Squarespace account, but you can just use scheduling. Yeah. And then finally, um, what I recommend to more and more people is to get a bigger system. So if you're somebody, if you're a service provider and you've kind of out feel like maybe you've outgrown um, that customer relationship management piece where you need, you know, maybe customized emails that are like automated, you need scheduling and you need your payment reminders and you need um, like all these little pieces that kind of go together contracts. And that's when you need to probably get something like Dubsado or HoneyBook and those all have a scheduler built in. And that's what I use at this stage, but I use Calendly for years until I got, until I got here. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Cause I think Dubsado is someone, there's a marketer I know that uses that and she put me onto, onto that and it looks, it does, it looks great, but it's funny how, I think like you were saying before that, like how organized you are linking to things like anxiety. So how have you found then, building the business living in northern ireland having to obviously go back and forth because i know like i know how stressful it is for me and that's just going back and forth to england never mind knowing that your family's halfway around the world like when me and sean were apart like my ex that was so stressful trying to manage all that because i think it's exciting that you can work from anywhere in the world but the realities of that especially when family don't completely understand that i might be home but i am working like how have you found managing all of that with learning what you want to yeah. do how you want to do it yeah so I at this stage because so much of our like we're in like heavy savings mode to because um to move back to America and have enough money for all of that so we don't go back very often um so usually I try not to work when I go home yeah but that hasn't always been the, an option like when I was very first starting my business when you're new to this you don't really take time off because yeah you're, you're well, you really should, but it's like you co- you've convinced yourself that you can't afford to, right? Yeah, um, literally. <laughs> you need to learn how to make to to build your money around being able to take time off, and that's that's a skill. Um, and also, like when you're a new business owner, like we just talked about, it's you b- learn to build boundaries as you go. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, didn't take any time off. I was like working like in mornings before, like almost every trip going home, I'd be like, I'm gonna get up at like 6.30 and get a couple hours of work in before my everybody else in the world gets up. That only works to an extent because my dad and my entire side of that family, like they're like up at six, my brother's up at six, like, yeah. so, but normally they're up that early because they, if, when they need to go to work. Um, and then, yeah, so it's, it's very much like squeezing it around things. Um, Last time we were home, we actually just got back from a trip home and I didn't work almost at all. Um, I did do a little bit of like reading some emails and stuff. And I took one potential new client meeting because he was from my high school and he messaged me on Instagram and I was like, oh, I'm I'm in town. Like, um, so and that's the Shopify site I'm building. Amazing. Um, yeah. So, but also like it, it goes the other direction. The whole point of it, I never really expected to be able to be like, I'm just going to like go and work while visiting home because we're not home enough for that to really work. Um, but on the other side is the whole reason I built my business was to be able to go when I needed to. And so like in April, my grand was in the hospital and I was able to just go and I was working on the airplane in the airport at her hospital bed when she was sleeping, taking calls in her bed at night when she you know once the hospital visiting hours ended like i was sitting in her room like 
hunched over working. Um, and yeah, a couple of balls got dropped, but my clients knew what was going on. I'm not like, I think the other thing about business that's really stressful, especially when you're, is you feel like you have to be a professional. You feel like you have to be a professional. Yeah. yeah. But I find that just being real, like yeah. I'm a human. Yeah. And people tend to respect that. Yeah. So needing to drop everything to go see my sick grand, everyone was like, okay, yeah. see you when you get back. <laughs> like, I think even just as women, it's that pressure of we have to be perfect, especially in business, because we don't get the same chances. Like I was, I don't know who I was talking to the other day. I was basically saying, I look at my, I work with some amazing clients. And most of my clients at the moment that are like retainer clients are men. And I get like the ad hoc women and the women, it's a lot easier to kind of just to understand how we all work and the things that we're going through. Whereas for the men, they just have such a different experience in business and a, a different life in business like I've got one and sometimes I sit and I look and I go like I've I'm so lucky that I've built this like agency within two years I've got way further than I did with my previous businesses but that's because obviously I've built experience I've worked with different types of people I know how to f- like fine-tune the things I was doing whereas I look at some clients sometimes and I think if I'd have had these opportunities like this investment the balls you have just to because for me especially like you're saying when you drop the ball you're human but like I found my strength in like being open to clients especially when my mental health is bad just by saying okay you might see me yes working at two o'clock in the morning normally that's when I'm trying like that's my time but if you see ABC then normally it means this and it's nice to explain that but then you look at like you don't like for men like there's one client I engage for and I've realized I love doing his engagement because I don't have to I don't have to apologize for anything. Like I could just say, no, I don't want to do that. And that's it because I'm him at that time. But it's those little things where I'm like, you have it so easy where you can just say yes, no, no one questions you. No one thinks what are they doing? And you don't feel like you have to explain yourself when you're a man. Yeah. (laughs) Because the world has told you, you don't have to explain yourself. Exactly. And it is, there's a lot of unlearning as well that we have to do just to be able to then move forward and find like our way of working and I think that gets me frustrated sometimes it's like I hate that I'm having to do this Mm. yeah it is it is definitely a learning curve to like own your space Mm. to take up space yeah to like I've I've it it takes time like it does it takes time and mentorship and community like especially I I really wanted to reclaim I started a second business that's sort of shelved right now around reclaiming what that means for women because like women have done things collectively there's collective wisdom in women that the reason they're called old wives tales old wives remedies like why are we not doing business collectively (laughs) why aren't we sharing our secrets collectively and there are spaces for that um but that's why i think what business women in business tend to feel really lonely and you need to find a space and they are out there yeah Um, and funnily enough that's how we met because I needed at that time I needed lean in because I just felt like I, I I need something that gets me out of the house I need something that gets me around other people to network but to get me in a position where not that I feel like I'm like I'm forced to be in there but at least if because to me if I've got the choice I love being at home I love being on my own too much but at least I've got if I've got something where I've committed to, to doing something I know I'm not like I'm I'm not gonna just turn around and be like no I'm not gonna do it so yeah definitely that loneliness that's not fun yeah and I think it's 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 solvable but it can feel really overwhelming to be like which group is right for me how do I even find them yeah um and that takes time 
Yeah, that's so true. And so what are you currently working on that's exciting you? Because obviously we've talked about like the pain points and so on, but the reason that we're in business is to have the flexibility to do whatever you want. And there are like positives in that. So what have you got going on at the moment? Yeah, I am sort of like, I had a quiet period. So I had taken a very intentional quiet period from about October to March last year. And then my grand was unwell. And then I came back and like summer had started and the world sort of gets quieter, especially over in Northern Ireland where not all my clients are here, but a good chunk are. And um, so I was kind of had a year of like, oh gosh, is there enough clients? Is there enough money? Like, and there was, but it was a little bit of like, you know, a little bit more grind and hustle than I would have liked to make that happen. And now like, I don't know what's happening, but the clients are flooding in and I've just decided, you know what, I'm going to go through and just let myself have this really busy period um so I'm just going it's gonna be a wild ride between now and the end of the year but it's only what like nine weeks left or something so I've got this um and yeah so that's gonna be a thing um I'm also setting up I've been like I said pivoting away from working exclusively with small or with solopreneurs to working with uh slightly bigger businesses so not huge businesses I still like micro businesses but um so I'm networking all the time lately trying to just build a different type of community around my business yeah a different audience um which is exciting but new and yeah. scary and hard <laughs> yeah um i'm also as a part of that sort of have started my a group with another gal um amanda and we've started what we're calling business buds <laughs> So we are both North American. She's Canadian and I'm American and we both live here in Northern Ireland and <laughs> we just wanted a space. Um, so, Uma, you know, but I started recently something called um, Brunch and Business yeah. and that's just like it's a, it. just a small community of gals that are right around 30 running their business. Um, most of us like are child free, not all of us, but um and just a space for that and so this is sort of an extension a bigger growth of that where it's a place for women around 30 to connect and join um and just so and do non-traditional networking our first one is we're going for pints like that is (laughs) business beers that is the very first event and um we're gonna do business bowling we're gonna do (laughs) Uh, I don't know. We've got a whole list of things we want to try, but um, yeah, so I'm excited about all these kind of growth places in my business um, as I, yeah, as I have some really big, big, big financial goals for next year so that I can, yeah, and then, yeah, so that I can like go back to America with like fistful of money because it's so much more expensive there. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what, it's so it's exciting it's really inspiring as well because even just from like our brunch one I like that you're offering different things for different people but the brunch one I got so much out of that that we've only had the first one like the next one's next week okay sorry we got a cut off there perks of trying to learn all this as you're doing it but I think I was talking about like loving the fact that we've got like you've set up different types of communities where people can meet depending on what they find comfortable but just how much you do get out of it as well because like you said the brunch one it's nice that we can meet at any time anyway but even the fact that it's focusing on people that potentially no I know some people do have kids but either don't have kids don't want kids that kind of thing for me that attracted me because I always wanted to have a business and I would like I'd love to have kids in the future and I'd love to settle down and do all that but on my end I've just always wanted to find a way that works for me first so that I'm comfortable in 
me and who I am before I ever decide to do anything else. I never wanted to build a business thinking this is all for like my future kids and all of that. I wanted it to be about me and it's you don't normally find people that talk like that. So yeah, it just as soon as you talked about that, I was like, yay. And then I got loads out of it. And I was like, this is exactly what I was looking for. Like Northern Ireland especially has they have the mums at work group. They have mums and business or like mums and business or something. Um, and then there's women in business and lean in and stuff, but the lean in's quite corporate and women in business actually leans a little corporate too. There is entrepreneurship space there. But also I remember the very first time I went to um, an event in Northern Ireland that was all about women in business. I think it was Ladies Who Launched, like the first time they came to Northern Ireland and had this beautiful panel of speakers telling their business story and every single one of them started their business on maternity leave. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is just never going to be my story. And I felt like there's, there are other women doing what I'm doing, but there's also so, and it's a beautiful story. Like, don't get me wrong. Women starting their business because they want a more flexible life for their families, for their, like, for their their experience like yeah. that is a gorgeous thing but i just didn't identify with it and i felt sort of lonely yeah being in business in a different story and yeah. never being able to relate to that that narrative um so it is really cool to have a space where the vast majority of the women also don't have kids yeah. at least at this stage and um or and the, the few that do started their business before they had oh, kids yeah. um so we're all really related in that um and I think, yeah, it's just, it's just, it was important to me to have a space that felt like I could talk to people and that it would just made sense. Like, right. I didn't have to explain. Yeah. I didn't have to explain that. Um, you know, I felt, sometimes I felt like when I was starting a business, I had to, you know, I'd be in a community of other women with businesses and they'd be talking about, you know, the juggle, which is a very real yeah. thing where they're, especially in the pandemic where they were juggling like childcare, schooling, yeah. like the pandemic work like that was those are all really real things but again i couldn't really relate and sort of felt like i couldn't talk about what i was experiencing because what they had was maybe worse or more challenging in a different way um and so yeah again i just wanted people that i felt like i had the same experience with yeah yeah it's so true because i was like i remember thinking at one point like how do i even just say i'm just struggling to look after myself get out of bed like I, like the business runs and it does what it needs to do but I can better look after myself but then like you're saying you're talking to people that are talking about managing multiple kids managing partners cooking all of that like I'm really lucky that like my dad cooks my boyfriend cooks if I need to cook for myself like I don't I love food but I hate cooking for myself and when my mental health is bad I don't I, like I'm really bad with food and I don't eat whereas like those things sometimes it feels like it's a little bit trivial compared to others but it's just like you said it's just a different kind of challenge and it doesn't mean that one's worse than the other but yeah it's just a lot harder to talk about when you're not in the space of other people that understand what you're talking about yeah yeah and i think the other thing is and obviously we've talked about this but entrepreneurship has a really high level of people who are neurodivergent or have mental health issues. And we start our businesses in part because of those things, because we need the flexibility. We need the, the essentially the alternative lifestyle, right. For our um, conditions or our person essentially. Um, But I spent the first two, three years of my business thinking I am never this isn't going to be long-term. This is never going to succeed. And this is one of my, the stories I was telling myself, right? This, because I can't hack it 
because I have anxiety. I can't hack it because at some point this is going to become too much for me. Yeah. Which I've had to do some unlearning and realize that I can make it because I have anxiety. I built this around my, I built it around what I need. Yeah. That's so true. I was actually, because I'm going for a check-in with my therapist. So I was, because my memory is so bad and especially the worst, like my mental health is just complete wipe. So I've been making little notes of things that have been going on just so I can talk through what's happening. And one of the, because I've been journaling as well. And I looked back through my my journal and realised that I've I've slowly changed the narrative from my mental health affects me so much that I don't know how, like, how am I supposed to run a business? How am I supposed to cope? And especially when I was with my ex, a lot of my focus would be on making sure he was okay. And I remember before I'd left saying, who am I going to be when it's just me? Like, not that I'm looking for, like, someone else to blame, but, like, am I going to be able to do this? Like, it's I could see myself failing because maybe that's what gave me the push to like keep going or now I've got the time to like do whatever I can I felt like it was going to be bad whereas now I'm like actually my mental health and how I see the world helps me run a business it helps people connect to me that's how I get clients and it's actually such a strength and that's why I'm getting more and more comfortable with knowing okay just change your sleeping schedule like go to bed later do what suits you and what works and it is more fun because I'm feeling a lot better in myself like I worked in London last week stayed in the airport for hours just so I could like clear my inboxes and do what I needed to do and I was so productive and that also made me realize like I love traveling even if it's just sat on a train whatever it is as long as I'm somewhere that's not home and not somewhere I'm used to the motivation it gives me is just something else a 15 year old me knew something that I didn't even know but I've always like it's like within me I needed to be a nomad and it doesn't matter what that looks like but just having the, the flexibility to know that I can pick up my laptop right now and go, do you know what? I'm off for two weeks. That is, it's unreal to think that we build these things and then we just sit there and go, oh, but it's not that special. It is special. It's amazing. I think it can be really challenging as somebody who's like, you're like me. I'm really, really self-critical. Mm. Um, I'm an Enneagram one. Um, and I, so I'm really critical of everyone, but especially my, more so than anyone else myself. So again, Monica Geller, like think of that. Like, yeah. and I... I really, really struggle to acknowledge my successes. Yeah. Um, and I think that that, again, is in part of, like, um, like the patriarchy. Like, again, women are expected to give of themselves yeah. um, and take no credit, right? Yeah. The highest compliment of a woman is t- that she is selfless, which yeah. is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, so I think I think it's something that, it's, like, that is something that you have to do. Like, um, I set myself and actually this is a good reminder because I haven't even checked them. I set myself goals and then I give myself rewards. If I hit those goals, I haven't even checked if I've hit any of the goals or if I should be rewarding myself. I haven't done that. Right. Like these are things that I've like set up (laughs) that I should be doing, but I forget to do. Yeah. So I, cause (laughs) I noticed last year that by the time I've got to like eight months of the year, I'd already hit a lot of my goals. I'm trying to set bigger goals. But the idea as, as well was supposed to be that every month I would check in to see where I am so that I can plan. Because I think part of my anxiety comes from the fact that like, I'm just really like, I'm getting, I'm finding it easier to like go out for sales, but going out and asking and knowing that I deserve these things coming in really scares me. So if I sit there and focus on knowing, okay, this is the profit that I want to make, this is how it's going to happen, then that puts me in such a vulnerable position that I feel like in my head, I must just go, 
we've set the goals we are going to meet them because in the back of your mind but if you check them then that's just going to give you anxiety so I don't check them but I need to get used to doing that because I do yeah. hit the goals yeah I was taught I've just taken a course from Ray Dodd called sell that thing because one of my my money is one of my big goals for 2022 and 2023 so I've done a lot of learning and foundation building this year to hopefully make some changes more next year um but she was saying that that's I think that was one of the problems I was having earlier in the year was I was so focused on the money um that I started like that I almost was forgetting that it's more about who I'm helping and making that relationship um, instead about the numbers. And so from converting just that little bit of switch of like, it's not about the money, it's not about bringing in the money, it's about serving that person and making a difference in their life and their business. And that is, I'm gonna guess that in the time of year is a big reason why the clients are flooding in right now. Because it's not, I'm not seeing them as numbers, which sounds really like, horrible in a way to say to admit out loud that I was seeing people as numbers but it's really easy to do in business because you need the money (laughs) yeah because you have to survive so as much as you because I was saying this the other day I I put a TikTok out saying I'm in a really difficult position because it's Black History Month in the UK and there are barely any brands that are doing what I'd expect like there was a whole during the pandemic the Black Squares all of that like loads of performative things happening and I really want to give back and I want to be able to have content days with people that would struggle that wouldn't be able to afford it to be able to sit and have one-on-ones with people that like I really want to give back but I have to find that balance between am I going to make enough money this month to cover what I need to cover to have my team comfortable versus the bits that I want to do so yeah I completely get that yeah and I think that's one of the things is when I run and and I so when I ran group programs Mm. I would charge extra for people who could afford it just a little bit so that I knew I could offer discounted spaces for people who might need them. Oh, that's a great idea. So you won't put the pricing out there? So no, when like the pricing was, it was just, you know, the pricing was out there for, but then I would say there's a couple of spaces that are pay what you can. And I would put like, and, and you know, say, all you need to do is get in touch. Oh. We'll sort that out. And there would always be a space or two that was pay what you can. And I oh, essentially yeah. pay, charged about 10% extra for what I might've charged, what I would, you know, in my head, the cost should have been. And I think what I'm trying to get to the point of doing is doing that for my other services, like the things that aren't a big group program. So if I can get to the point where I'm charging 10, 15% more for average businesses, then I can offer the like two or three spaces a year that are discounted or ad hoc, or um, what is it that lawyers call it? you know, essentially free, but it's pro bono. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, I was thinking of suits. I was like, I know this one. <laughs> but, and, and that's something, that's a goal for me too, because I want to support other people because in my business right now, like, obviously I do a lot of effort to be inclusive. And one of the things I do is we make donations every month in my business. Like that is just a built-in part that we donate a certain amount um, every month. And, but like, that's not enough. Like, you, you know, like right. it's, it's, yeah, but it can be really challenging to, to yeah. make sure that you're meeting everybody's needs and especially coming at this as a white cis het woman for the most part. Like I've, I'm very much in most of the privileged categories. And so like, I don't always see my gaps and that's part of like, you're always evaluating, okay, how can I do this better? Yeah. Like, how can I do this better? Which includes, you know, 
adding alt text to all my Instagram posts. Like it's those little things, but it's my team and I are constantly checking to see if there's anything else we can do better. Um, And it's just us. So we're not probably always nailing it, but we're trying. (laughs) You just have to try. And I always say, even if you just have one person, that's, that's all that matters. As long as one person tunes in, because you never, because I've had messages over the years where it's something maybe that had been written years ago and they're saying, oh, that really helped. And I'm like, whenever I get in my head, I always use that as like the perfect example where you never know when someone's, you might not even get anything back. Someone might not say anything, but there'll always be people that do appreciate those little things. So yeah, I love that you do that. And you know, I keep talking like all day and we've carried on. I was like, oh, another five minutes, not another five minutes. So I will end by saying what our wins of the week um, are. So what is your win of the week? It's hard to say because it's only Tuesday, but... I'd go then the last, like, last Tuesday to this Tuesday. I know. I'm just trying to think. Um, What is my win of the week? Um, I guess I... I don't know. I... I've got a lot of clients coming in and that feels really good. Um, So that's definitely like I've signed multiple clients in the past week. Um, I had like a Saturday that I did nothing but cover pumpkin. That was a win because I've been, we were in America and then I was in England and then I'm like working throughout all of it. So I hadn't had a time to just like do nothing. Yeah. So those are probably my two wins. I did nothing on Saturday. And I've got a lot of clients coming in, which feels really good after some intentionality in having a slow year and then some unintentional slow periods yeah. as well. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Yeah. My, yeah, my win of the week is, like I said, in the airport, just being able to clear so much because I felt like I had such a massive backlog that now I can breathe a little bit. So I'm trying to go into the next week, having loads of stuff for clients, planned ahead so I can get ahead and sit and focus on the things that I'm enjoying to do more because... Yeah, coming into the winter, my whole body's changing and has changed already. So I just want to make sure that as I'm feeling more tired or lethargic or whatever else, I'm doing the things that make me happy. But I've made sure that the money's still coming in. So yeah, yeah, quick win. Well, I've really enjoyed having you on. And yeah, like there are some that I know that I will definitely have in more people and I will definitely discuss this separately. But yeah, I appreciate your vulnerability, honesty, openness, everything that we've talked about because... That is the part and parcel of running a business, being in life and yeah, just being a good person, I guess, just how open you are because it's going to help. It definitely is going to help someone. It's helped me, like I said, because for me now, I get to look at the rest of the day and go, I've had a conversation that's made me feel lighter. I can feel a bit more productive. And even if I'm not as productive as I'd want to be, I'll still get enough done. And like, I'll have your voice in my head going, be kinder to yourself. Yeah. And I think the thing is, is we don't really need permission in business from people to do what we want to do, yeah. but it's something with somebody else telling you. Yeah. And I've had these conversations, somebody else telling you, you should and could be charging more for that, or yeah. you could and should be taking calls whenever the hell you want to take calls, yeah, not when other exactly. people tell you yeah. and getting those little permissions from people. Yeah. It's huge. It's the other reason the community is such a big deal around business. Yeah. So true. But yeah, I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for being on. And I will, yeah, everyone for having me. You're welcome. I will link (laughs) all of your bits um, in the comments below and we share on social media. Everything will be done there. Um, So if everyone can keep liking, subscribing, commenting, let us know if you want to hear anything else. So if there's anything anything specific you want to hear more of, um, like from Ellie, because like I've said, we could talk about so many different 
elements of what we've talked about today but this is a good yeah. a good starting point so i will see you guys next week bye Thank you.